Amen. God bless you for joining. I'm speaking on Emmanuel. Somebody say Emmanuel. Whatever you are, say Amen. thou name Emmanuel. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, for most of us, the the name Emmanuel is that resounding name of the Lord. That means God with us. And rightly so, Emmanuel is the prophetic name of the Messiah. But today, as the Lord has been teaching me, I want to give you a little brief about the name Emmanuel and the benefits that come from knowing the true meaning of this name. Uh, Emmanuel is more than just a name. Emmanuel, as I'm going to teach you today, it's a covenant. Emmanuel is the expression of Jehovah's innermost desire for humanity, that he tabernacles or dwells with humans. That, that desire of God is expressed in this covenant being represented in the scriptures as Emmanuel. The name Emmanuel was first spoken by Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 7, verse number 14. And he has many interpretations because Isaiah had a child. There was a king Ahaz who was also going to have a child. But then prophetically, that name was a representative of God's final expression of his desire for divine disclosure with humanity. So, and I'm going to teach you in a nice way for you to understand this fully, that you can appropriate these principles in prayer. Again, Emmanuel means God with us, or with us is God. So we have that meaning for, uh, for, for our, our reference. But as I want to explain, Emmanuel is a covenant. Emmanuel is God's covenant with humanity. It is the expression of God's greatest innermost desire. And over the ages, God has manifested or expressed symbolically his covenant desire to be with us, in us, through us, by us, whichever way you want to see it. God has used different expressions to remind, as it were, humans of his covenant called Emmanuel. Now, Jesus Christ, and, and don't be confused, I'm not here to confuse you theologically. Emmanuel is one of the names of Jesus. But that child of Mary, God incarnate, was called Jesus. Eventually, he was also called the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the anointed. The, the name Jesus means salvation is of God. The name Jesus does not mean God is with us. Are, are you getting it? Now, Jesus was God's final expression of his covenant, Emmanuel. 
the, the representation of God's covenant, Emmanuel, with the end time church was through his incarnate son, Jesus. So when we see Jesus, we are reminded, regardless of what we are going through, that God indeed is with us, that God is tabernacled among us, that God is with us, by us, in us, working through us and for us. That is why Philippians chapter 2 said that God has given him a name above every other name that at the mention of the name and that name dead that is mentioned that is exalted above every other name is not it's not Emmanuel his name is Jesus Emmanuel is the covenant that brought Jesus to us Emmanuel and for with every generation and with every dispensation these manifestations or these expressions of Emmanuel of the covenant came through various forms glory to Jesus so in the olden testament when God was with Moses and leading them the God with us God with us which is Emmanuel God with us was seen not through a virgin birth but through various typologies and one of them is the tabernacle so in exodus chapter 35 when you read from verse number four going the lord has spoken to moses and instructing him when god was teaching me this today i was screaming in a room alone it was so beautiful god is instructing moses and he's teaching him that all right to express my innermost desire that to be among my people to to be among my people to be with them i want you to construct a tabernacle and this tabernacle i am going to show you how to construct it such that it will be eligible to inhabit the divine god and so and so God is giving instructions to Moses. And God chooses two people. One is called, one is called Aholia. And as God, yeah, I'll come to it, don't worry, just keep it there. As God chooses these people, God fills them with his spirit. And the spirit, now I believe, you are so going to be blessed today. I believe that if if Moses had gone or if the Lord has sent um, an angel and you can break out for the meantime man of God if the Lord has sent an angel to to Bezaleel or uh, to the artisans and said I want you to build a place for me they were going to be surprised and they would say how can we how can we build a place for God you know remember the scriptures have said God said that I do not Heaven is my abode, the earth is my footstool. I do not dwell in things made with human hands. But here we see that God, in expressing his covenant, Emmanuel is a covenant. In expressing his covenant, God now speaks to his people and tells them 
I will show you how I would manifest this covenant in your time. And God manifested the covenant of Emmanuel in that time through the tabernacle. And so for God to instruct them to build, you are going to think that items, you know, all the raw materials are going to be imported from heaven for that building to come into effect, right? Because this is Jehovah coming to dwell, coming to stay in a place built with human hands. But God does not do that. And when we look into the scriptures, you are going to realize that God makes a demand on the people, a demand for their sacred things, a demand for their holy things, a demand for things so pure from them. And once that demand is, is heeded to by the people, then the Spirit of God enters into some of the people, two people. One is Bezalel and one is Aholia. And these people arise with new, with new abilities. They arise with new ideas. They had knowledge, they had intelligence, they had abilities. And humans, mortals, knew the dimensions of God's dwelling in heaven. And they began to construct, and they began to construct. Now, before they began constructing, and when you look into the Bible now, we can go in there, now, Exodus 35 from verse number 4. The people were instructed to bring their holy things. So, when you read from verse number 4, go in. Exodus 35, yeah, go to verse 4. Yeah, so Moses spoke to the congregation. And this is what God is saying, that if you are willing, bring your gold, your silver. And, and they kept bringing all these things, spices, onyx stones, keep, keep going. They brought linen, keep going. So the things they were bringing, these were precious things. Incense altar, poles, anointing oil. They kept bringing this, keep going, keep going. And as you look at this, they even had... Yes, all the congregation, they kept bringing their things. They brought holy items. They brought gold. They brought silver. These were things that they brought out of their treasures. And they were the most holy things. And they were freely brought unto God. Now, I want to teach you something here. Now, when they, thank you, Monica. When they brought these things, God stirred the hearts of two people. One from the tribe of Judah, the other from the tribe of Dan. And I will explain these things the next time. And God utilized these gifts to construct. Now, when you keep going down, you realize that Bezalel knew how to construct the, the tabernacle. He knew that in, in heaven, there was a, a seat that God sat on, which was a mercy seat. He knew by that mercy seat, uh, when you look at uh, chapter 37, I'm around chapter 37. He knew that there were two angels by them. And then he knew there were cherubims and he had to put them around the Ark of Covenant. This man had understanding. This man knew. He had insight into that heavenly place. He knew that the best thing he could use to represent the cherubims were gold. He knew that the, the mercy seat had to be of this material. Now, how is a human knowing these things? Now, what I want you to see here, thank you, man of God. Yeah, so this is it. Yeah, he made it of pure gold. He made the Ark of Covenant. He put one cherub here. He put one there. He knew these things. 
These were just like they were in heaven. He knew where to put them. He made a table. He made he made an ark. He made that. Okay. Now, one thing I want you to see. Thank you, Manago. One thing I want you to see is like again in the New Testament, when God wanted to express the covenant of Emmanuel, he did that through Jesus. It wasn't an ark. It wasn't a tabernacle. In the Old, in the Old Testament, he, they built this tabernacle. And when you read Exodus chapter 40, when they were done with the tabernacle, the Bible says that the glory of God came into it. The cloud of God came into it. And when the cloud came into it, Moses, Moses could not even enter and if moses could not enter i believe that those that built it are holy are bezalel, they couldn't also enter so here we are seeing that this construct or this edifice is so suitable and eligible that the creator of the universe who said he did not dwell in places made of human hands comfortably descends to dwell in it my god and he does that with all his glory he does that with all his might but do you see the, the, the semblance of this covenant? Because in the New Testament, when God wanted to manifest Emmanuel to us, he decided to do it with Jesus. So like the tabernacle was the evidence of God's presence with them in those days, and the cloud came and the Bible says the glory was so heavy that they could not even enter and they could not move until the cloud lifted. In the New Testament, when God wanted to remind us of his true spirit and covenant and his, his love towards humanity, he chose not a tabernacle this time, but he chose the highest form of expression of his love, which was Jesus. Now, Jesus Christ is his name, Emmanuel is what he came to represent the covenant now how did he give us jesus just like they built the tabernacle he did not just bring jesus out of the blue to appear no he didn't let the tabernacle come like that he required the sacred things from the people they brought their gold they brought their linen they brought pure things sacred things my god I see him doing the same thing as an angel goes into the house of Joseph and requires the most sacred things out of humans. And, and it was a virgin. He requires a sacred thing, something so pure, something so sacred, something that has not been touched before. And just like those items, it was their sacred things. And they brought those items onto that place where God put his spirit into two people and now they began to work on that sacred item and they brought out a tabernacle a reflection a representation of the covenant that allowed god to dwell in them that made alive or activated the name emmanuel and they, when they looked at the, the the tabernacle when they looked at the cloud when they saw it they were reminded that he is with us. They were reminded that with us is God. Even though they were surrounded by people going through the wilderness, when they saw the tabernacle, when they saw the cloud, they were reminded that God was with them. So was it with Mary, that Mary was humanity's sacred object. It was our gold. Mary was our linen. Mary was our onyx. Mary was our, our linen, our, our purple. Mary was all those precious treasures 
that the people gave. Mary was that, and her virginity stood for that sacred things that they brought. And just like Be- Bezalel and Aholia would have thought, how can we build the, 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 the tabernacle of the, the Lord for him to dwell in our midst? Mary also asked that same question to the angel that how can this be? And he said, don't worry. This has been done before. Exodus 35 says, and the Spirit of God entered into Bezalel, and the Spirit of God entered into Aholia, and the Spirit of God entered into these people and gave them new abilities. So Gabriel said those same words unto Mary. He said, don't worry, in the Greek it's called episkiazo. He said, the Spirit of the Holy One shall overshadow you. And then once the Spirit comes upon that sacred sacrifice you have presented, then that holy thing, glory to Jesus, oh my God, that holy thing that shall be birthed out of you. Now, Mary's sacred representation of virginity alone could not give us the manifestation of the covenant. It required the Spirit of God. That sacred object was our part to play in experiencing this covenant. I'm praying for you as you are listening to me that the covenant of Emmanuel shall be activated in your home, shall be activated in your family, shall be activated in your ministry, shall be activated in your marriage. But how does this happen? Not out of the blue not through a human prophecy or anything you need to present your sacred things to god the bible says that know that your bodies are the temples of the living god it says you present yourself holy and acceptable before the lord this is your reasonable sacrifice romans chapter 12 verse 1. now the reason he's saying this is for you to come into a place of eligibility to receive the manifestation of that covenant emmanuel god with us they presented their most holy things mary was our represent his virginity was a representation of our most holy thing and then the spirit came upon her and just like the spirit entered into Bezalel and Aholia and the sacred item that they brought a beautiful tabernacle an edifice that was a reminder that was a reminder of this covenant God with us was established right now pray but as you submit yourself as you present your most holy thing to God, that the Spirit of God shall overshadow you like it did Mary, and like it did Bezalel, and like it did Aholia. And that holy thing, there shall be an outward manifestation of the covenant in your home. There shall be an outward, it is not Jesus appearing in your home. Emmanuel shall be represented to you in another way. And there is something that will happen in your home for you to realize that truly God is with us. This is the covenant of Emmanuel. Hallelujah. I feel so blessed already. I hope you understand this teaching. I hope you understand this teaching. May God's Spirit come and may that holy thing be birthed. Glory to Jesus. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, this covenant is a reminder. The Bible says when they walked and journeyed through the wilderness, when they passed through those terrible nations, they could do no, them no harm. Genesis 35 verse number 5 was talking about Jacob. And I will quote it. It says that, And as they passed through the land, a terror from God 
came upon them, the surrounding nations, and no one did them harm. Emmanuel is that awareness of that covenant that God truly is with us. However, however, Emmanuel does not exclude us from, from the troubles of this world. The covenant of Emmanuel is, is not a principle of immunity like it has been taught in some churches. Now, the covenant that Emmanuel brings us is not an exclusion from the struggles of humanity. No. The covenant of Emmanuel is the awareness of his presence that helps us to go through these trials. Psalm number 23, verse number 4 and 5. David said, you know the psalm already, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me by the stillness. He restored my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse number five says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that is, that is what I want you to realize. Even though, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that word is Talmavet. I've written a book about it. It's going to come out soon. The valley of the shadow of death now, David is saying, I'm walking in the valley that has death so close by. I will fear no evil. And why is he so confident that he will not be afraid of evil? This covenant of Emmanuel is the reason why David and you and I will come out of every valley of death, every valley and the shadow of fear or struggles of death because of that covenant of that covenant god with us or with us is god you are coming out the emmanuel is the reason for you coming out of the valley of the shadow of death and i don't know if you are going through some trials that you, the covenant of emmanuel is not a principle of exclusion the covenant of emmanuel is that awareness of God's tabernacle, and that word tabernacle means Mishkan, that he dwells in the name Jesus is not, it doesn't mean God with us. The name Jesus means salvation is of God. And that Jesus, the name Jesus, was the representation and the final act of the covenant of Emmanuel, which began many years ago. In that garden when Adam and Eve sinned, Emmanuel, was that lamb that was killed and, and, and the skin used to cover Adam and Eve. When on Mount Moriah, when Abraham was about to slay, slaughter Isaac, Emmanuel was that ram that was seen there. Emmanuel comes in various manifestations to remind us that God is with us in spite of our troubles. In spite of the sin of Adam and Eve, Emmanuel appeared there as a lamb that covered their shame. In spite of Abraham's depression and confusion about killing his only son, Emmanuel appeared as a ram in the ticket of the bush for him to use. In spite of the nations that surrounded Israelites when they were going through the wilderness, Emmanuel was a tabernacle that appeared unto them. Emmanuel was a cloud that appeared unto them. Emmanuel was a pillar of fire that appeared unto them. And this was the constant reminders day by day of his presence with them. Hallelujah. Emmanuel appeared between Je 
in uh, Joshua and the battle of Jericho, and he did not appear as an ark of covenant. He did not appear as a tabernacle. He did not appear as a ram. He appeared as the captain of the Lord's host. So there are various expressions of the covenant Emmanuel. I feel so much anointed in this place. And these expressions was culminated in that one great expression as God incarnate coming as the final evidence of the covenant between God and humans, Emmanuel. God with us. Wherever you are, say to yourself, God is with me. Wherever you are, say to yourself, I am not alone. Wherever you are, say to yourself, I am benefiting from this covenant. God is with you. Regardless. Regardless of what you are going through. David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You may be down and feel like God has somehow forgotten. Oh, that you are faced with circumstances you can go through. This is a song by Shirley Caesar. It says, right now it seems there's no way out and you are going under but then she said god's proven time and time again he will take care of you god has proven time and time again that he can take care of us and that is in the manifestation of his covenant now i don't know the expression of Emmanuel in your home. I don't know the expression of Emmanuel in your family. I don't know how Emmanuel is revealed in your marriage. But whichever way it is, you need to activate the covenant by submitting your secret thing. And that secret thing is a price to pay. That secret thing, if you want to see Emmanuel in your home, there has to be something from you for mary it was a virginity but the people of israel it was their pure gold and silver for you and i to be something else and we need to come in that but david has assured us that even though we go through our darkest valleys you may be going through sickness you may be going through afflictions you're going through struggles in your home what the, the the thing is remember that the covenant is real and he used his own, his final act was using Jesus as this covenant. Psalm 66, verse number 12, he says, we've been through water, we've been through fire, but you brought us out with rich fulfillment. Emmanuel is the reason why we can come out of the water. Emmanuel is the reason why we can come out of the fire. This covenant continues in the name of Jesus. Psalm number 46, verse number 1 to 7. Psalm number 46, verse number 1 to 7 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth is removed and the mountains are carried into the midst of the sea. It says, though the waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with this swelling, there is a river. Hallelujah. Whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. Listen to Emmanuel. 
listen to the expression of the covenant. God is in the midst of her. Hallelujah. God is in our midst and he shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. Hallelujah. The nation is rich and the kingdoms are moved, but he that is in our midst, Emmanuel, utters his voice and they melt. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Emmanuel is the reason why the nations are raging around us and why the earth is being removed and why things are changing, but we are still grounded firm and deep. Why? Emmanuel is represented in this scripture saying God is in the midst of them. God is in the midst of them. God is in the midst of them. They shall not be moved. I want to say these words of prophecy to you. You shall not be moved. You shall not be moved. You shall not be moved. Though the mountains shake, though the seas shake, though the mountains melt, though the earth be removed, God is in the midst of us. Hallelujah. And you shall not be moved. And God shall help you. Emmanuel comes with many benefits. God helps us. Psalm 14, verse number 5. He says, There they are in great fear, for God is with the generation of the righteous. Hallelujah. God is with the generation of the righteous. Remember, it says, For there they are in great fear, for God is with the generation of the righteous. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what life has thrown to you. I don't know what struggles you are meeting now or your children are meeting now, but this, this covenant is older than you. And this covenant was initiated by God. And that is why whenever he wants to activate this covenant in your midst, he requires a certain sacred thing from you. He requires something precious from you. He requires a sacrifice from you. And this is not giving money to a man of God. And this is not giving money to any preacher. This is you and God and that covenant between you and the Holy One. No slave Anytime God wants to show himself strong in your midst, he requires something from you. I don't know why. And you should ask him. And you should ask him what your gold is, what your virginity represents. For Mary, it was her virginity. For the people of Israel, it was that, that those things they brought. God is in the midst of us. We shall be moved. For there they are in great fear. For God is with the generation of the righteous. I say the Lord is with you. I say the Lord is with you. I say the Lord is with you. Man of God, open to Daniel chapter 3 where they put those boys in the fire. Daniel chapter 3. And then Acts, Acts chapter 6 or 7 where Stephen was stoned. So let's go to Daniel 3 first. For God, Emmanuel is not the exclusion of struggles. Emmanuel is not the exclusion of, of tragedy. I remember a, 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 one a famous pastor uh, in Ghana's children died. And that day I, I asked my father, wow, so is God there? I was younger. <laughs> and then he laughed at me. And then when he laughed, he said to me, but there was a neighbor, somebody that lived close to our house, whose son had died. And so my dad asked me, but when so-so and so's son died, you didn't ask where is God. But then when that pastor's child died, now you are questioning God. 
these are things that happen to humans. I said, okay, because falsely, some preachers have preached an ideology into the hearts of many immature Christians concerning an immunity. Yet the scriptures are so clear that the covenant of Emmanuel is not a display of immunity. When Nebuchadnezzar had erected the fire, uh, the, 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 the golden image, and said they should bow, the three boys said to him, O king, in this matter we are not careful to answer you. We are not careful at all. Keep going. And we know, we know that our God whom we serve is able to deliver us. But even if he does not, we will not bow. Look at that, verse 17. You see, but he says, even if he does not, we will not bow. Keep the scripture there and keep following me. So Nebuchadnezzar is angry now. And he commands the fire to be heated how many times? Seven times. And people explain that for so many reasons. That is not my concern. But the fire was so hot that those who even threw the men into the fire, they got burnt by it. That's verse 22. So that the flame killed the men that took them. But those three boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were not killed. Now, as they were cast into the fire, and this is this yes just keep it there as they were cast into the fire i can imagine they are human beings let's not over spiritualize things if you have been thrown into fire what will you do even though they had confessed that we will not bow and you know in their confession revealed their humanity because they said we believe that god and you can take it off now we believe that god will save us but even if he does not and that was very great you know that was even if he does not know that we will still not bow that was beautiful so i believe when they were going in i'm sure they are holding hands and they're like oh my god this is it you know hey it's good knowing you we fought a good fight we did not disgrace god you know he may save us maybe he wouldn't but as, I'm sure as they saw the soldiers die from the fire, they were like, oh my God, we are going to go. We are going to go. But in the fire, in the fire, and Daniel does not record anything from, from these boys. But as they were in the fire burning, so they fell down, bound. So they were bound. Then Nebuchadnezzar, rose in haste and said, did we not cast three men bound? And then they said, yes, we did. Then he said, but look, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Keep going. So Nebuchadnezzar went near the fairing furnace and said they should come out. And then the satraps and the administrators and the governors, they saw these guys come out on whom, whose bodies the, the fire had no power and the hair on their head was not sink, nor was their garment affected and there was no smell on fire on them. Listen, and let's stay, let, let me preach now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, man of God. They still went into the fire. 
Emmanuel does not preclude. Listen, can I tell you something? Any truth or reality you are ignorant of, your ignorance of a truth or reality does not annul it, does not extinguish it, does not, you know, make it false. Your ignorance of a reality rather silos you or keeps you away from partaking or experiencing that reality. This is the higher life that is in Jesus. This is the covenant of Emmanuel. But the question I want to ask you is that did those three boys in the fire, when they were probably emotional and going through that pain, did they see the fourth man? Did they, see, did they really see him? Because it looks like it was only Nebuchadnezzar that was allowed to see him. It looks like it was just Nebuchadnezzar. Because the only record we have of Emmanuel appearing in his ultimate form, oh my God, was from a king who was committing the atrocity. It appears the three boys may not have seen him. And this is the story we are having now. That whilst you are going through your fiery furnace, whilst you are going through your hottest moment, when the heat of that problem has killed people around you, when you are cast into that fire bound hand and foot, whether in the midst of that, when you have confessed that you believe he's able, but perhaps he would not, but you will still not give up. In the midst of that, are you able to see the ultimate expression of Emmanuel? The boys perhaps may not have seen him, but Nebuchadnezzar saw him. And I pray that you and I, our eyes, will see Emmanuel in our fire. I pray that when we go through our fire, that we will see Emmanuel. Because I wonder if they truly saw him. And I'm sure when they came out, the people were amazed. And the people realized this thing had no power over them. They came out from the fire. And I want to stand on this word and prophesy to you that you may be going through some affliction now. You may be going through a struggle now. And that is like the fiery furnace. But that thing will have no power over you. That thing will have no power over you. It doesn't exclude you from going through it. By you, it will have no power over you. I said it will have no power over you. And in that fire, the covenant of Emmanuel is activated. And you may not see him, but those that were watching for your demise shall see that you are not alone. Those that stood behind, they were looking to see an affliction. Acts chapter 28 verse 6. The Bible says, and on the island of Malta, the poisonous viper bit the hand of Paul, and he shook it off. But the people waited to see if he would swell and die, because that was the natural progression of being bitten. What happened to people when they were bitten by a poisonous serpent? The natural progression of being cast into that hot furnace was death. But that fire did not have power over them. That fire that you are going through now. Los Clebros Patalaba. You are listening to me from New York. I see somebody watching me from New York. The Lord says to tell you that fire 
shall not have power over you. Ghost and decabarakatoria. That fire will not have any power over you. Glory to Jesus. It will not have power over you. Man take a sataraba. That fire shall not have power over you. He doesn't exclude you from it. Yes, they will throw you into it. They threw you hand bound. Yes, you are hand bound. But you are coming out. But you are coming out. But you are coming out. And when you come out, there will not be a sign that you went through fire. When you come out, there will not be any smell. There will not be any smell. The Bible says there was no scent of smoke on them. The Bible says concerning Paul, they waited and waited and nothing happened to him. And they changed their minds. I see people are going to change their mind about you because of the covenant of Emmanuel. Emmanuel is more than a name. Emmanuel is more than a name. Jesus was the final expression of Emmanuel, the covenant. But Jesus does not mean Emmanuel. Jesus means salvation is of God. Emmanuel was there before Jesus was incarnate and born of the Virgin Mary. As a matter of fact, when Nebuchadnezzar saw Jesus, Mary had not conceived him yet. Emmanuel, Jesus was the final revelation of the covenant Emmanuel between God and humanity. And as the Lord taught me this today, I said, thank you. Thank you that I'm a beneficiary of this covenant and this covenant is activated in my home it's activated in my life and i'm going to see it through that fire will have no power over me that fire will have no power over you we will come out of it in the name of jesus daniel was cast into a lion's there i wonder of course daniel had an interpretation when he came out he said to the king oh king live forever for god sent his angel that was daniel's interpretation as to whether Daniel saw the angels. The covenant of Emmanuel was activated in the lion's den. Daniel was not taken out of the lion's den. Daniel was not stopped from entering the lion's den. And I cannot preach to a Christian going through some affliction. Can I preach to somebody going through a struggle? Can I preach to somebody going through some pain? That Daniel was not excluded from the, from the den. The boys were not prevented from the fire. But David's words describe that assurance of this covenant that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear evil because of the covenant. Emmanuel is the reason why you will still sing the lost song in a strange land. Emmanuel is the reason why you will come out of that fire which has been heated seven times the fire that killed the people will have no power over you emmanuel is the reason why you will shake that serpent off and still walk free and it will have no power over you emmanuel is that reason hallelujah god with us what a mighty covenant covenant what a mighty covenant and remember you need that sacred thing from you this covenant, Psalm 46, we saw, says, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her in that right early. The Lord is coming. At the break of dawn, there shall be help for you. First Samuel chapter 9, and Saul sent message to the men of Gabez Gilead and said, say to them, tomorrow morning, by the time the sun is hot, help shall arrive for you. You shall have help. 
not by the hand of people, but by the covenant of Emmanuel. And God, through his various expressions of this covenant, is going to release something perfect for you. Hallelujah. When Stephen was being stoned in the book of Acts, Stephen, unlike the three Hebrew boys, Stephen, unlike Daniel, when he was in his fire, he saw the fourth man. Stephen saw the fourth man. And when your eye sees the fourth man, even when they are killing you, you begin to intercede for them. I don't think Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were praying for Nebuchadnezzar. No. I actually think they did not see the fourth man. I think they came out outstruck like everybody. That one. We were not bent. It had no power over us. But Nebuchadnezzar was that, that voice through which God showed this covenant. And as Stephen was being stoned, he, the Bible says he looked up and his eyes saw the fourth man. And he, he, he just saw him in his beauty. That was, Stephen is so privileged because Stephen, Stephen saw the final expression of the covenant way before he came. Oh, sorry, after, you know, the Lord had gone already. And so Stephen saw the Lord. And then he started to pray for them. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Now God is in the midst of us. Genesis chapter 20 says, I will teach you finally about Isaac and Emmanuel. Isaac and Emmanuel. God is in the midst of us. That is, I, I wish my, my wife would sing that canticle. They sing it in the Methodist church. Um, God is in the midst of us. He shall not be moved. God shall help us and that rightly. Though the mountains be moved. Though the hills be cast in the dark, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The, the, the Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Yeah. I was struggling with that note, I'm sure Stella will be laughing, but that's fine. I see the better these people here are laughing. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Genesis chapter 26, verse number one onwards. Listen. The Bible says there was famine in that land. I'm finalizing this on Isaac and Emmanuel. And I'm praying that you will begin to see Emmanuel. Genesis 26, verse number 1. I'll, I'll read to 6 and then take it off up to 14. There was famine in the land besides a previous famine. And so Isaac had a plan to run away from that. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go. Stay in this land. As a matter of fact, dwell in this problem, for I will, that's, that's, that's what I want you to see there. He says, dwell in this land and replace the I will be with you with Emmanuel. And Emmanuel, oh bless you. Listen, and I will give you all the lands and I will make your descendants multiply and all that. Okay, now let me teach it a little bit before we go back to the scripture. So there was a problem. And just like many of us, anytime we are faced with fire, we, we tend to want to run away. So we see Isaac attempting to run. Um, Naomi's husband ran away. Elimelech, he ran when there was famine. Isaac is about to run. But then the Lord says to him, don't. In fact, verse number three or so. He says, in fact, settle in this land. Stay in the family. Stay in the fire. Somebody's trying to run away from a fire. Somebody's trying to escape it. The covenant of Emmanuel is not a concept of immunity. Covenant of Emmanuel is the awareness 
of his constant companionship. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 4. God also bearing them witness. God also, Emmanuel was with them. And the Lord came and tabernacled among them. John chapter 1 verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt, Emmanuel, amongst them. Emmanuel, the dwelling, that covenant, that is why I'm saying that Jesus is just a representation of a covenant called Emmanuel. And that's why they could use that name on him. But his name was Jesus, the Christ. Emmanuel was what he came to represent. So John 1, 14 is saying that, and the word, Jesus, became flesh. That flesh was Jesus and dwelt. That was the fulfillment of Emmanuel. That he tabernacled, he mishkant, he stayed with us. And when we looked at him, he was full of grace and truth. He was reflecting this desire of God for humanity, grace and truth. Praise the name of the Lord. So we see Isaac, like all of us, running from fire, running from affliction. And the Lord comes to him and said, don't run, stay in it. Verse number three, he says, recite in this place as an alien. And I want to preach on that one. Yes, show us that. He says that, do not go, dwell in this land and I'll be, I want you to find it. It says that, let me see it in my notes. No, no, you've gone to uh, look. Yeah, just use the use another version. He said, I have it in my notes here. He said, recite in it as an alien. Recite in his place as an alien. Dwell here. Use the NRSV. Dwell here as an alien. There's fire, there's famine, he's running, God says dwell. And that's what I'm telling you. We dwell in our afflictions as aliens. We dwell in it as temporary passengers of that affliction. Can I preach to somebody? I don't know what you are going through. Verse number three says, he says, don't go. Don't go. You stay. So reside in this land as an alien and I will be with you. Emmanuel. So he's telling him, stay in the fire. Like the Hebrew boys. Stay in the fire. Like Daniel. He was staying in the lion's den. Isaac was trying to run away from the problem. He said, stay in it, but you are staying there, not as a permanent resident of that affliction, but you are staying there as a temporary alien of that affliction. Can I prophesy to somebody right now? Whatever you are going through right now, you are going through it as an alien. You are going through it as a temporary passenger. Why? Because of the covenant, he will be with you the covenant shall be made manifest and you are going to come out of it shout i'm coming out shout i'm coming out you are an alien to infertility you are an alien to sickness you are an alien to poverty you are an alien to singlehood you are an alien to that affliction you are an alien to cancer you are an alien to whatever you are going through now because you are going to come out of it you are not a temporary participant and a resident of that. I say you are coming out of that affliction. I say you are coming out of that fire. I say you are coming out of that struggle. You, that's why he said dwell there as an alien. People who are aliens, people who are temporary residents, they don't live there with the full intention of staying forever. He says dwell as an alien and even in this fire, glory to Jesus, I will be with you. The covenant will be activated. I think verse number 12, the Bible says, So Isaac sowed in that land where there was famine. 
And then the manifestations of the covenant of Emmanuel was so evident, he started to reap. He said he sowed in the land in the same year of the famine, and he began to reap a hundredfold. Then the Lord blessed him. The covenant brought him blessing, and he became rich, and he prospered more and more until he was very prosperous, and he had possessions such that the country that he lived in, they began to envy him. As if somebody staying somewhere that the inhabitants of that nation are going to envy you, you don't get it. You are an alien to every, every satanic affliction you are going through because of the covenant of Emmanuel. Because he says, I will not leave you, nor will I forsake you. He said, even to gray hair, I shall be with you. He said, when you pass through the water, I will be with you. I will be with you means what? Emmanuel. He said, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. I will be with you means what? Emmanuel. He says, stay as an alien. And I want to prophesy to somebody going through so much trouble now. So much trouble now. So much trouble now. I see a woman hold the belly and you are crying. I think you lost some, you miscarried and you are crying and you are crying and you are going through that pain. But here you are going through this as an alien for you will come out in the name of Jesus. I say you will come out of this affliction. I say you will come out of this affliction. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her in that right early. Hallelujah. He said, dwell in this land as an alien. And I will be with you. I will be with you there. It's Emmanuel. And we see the tabernacle of God with Isaac. So that in a place where there was great famine, the man begins to prosper. So the covenant of Emmanuel brings us security. The covenant of Emmanuel brings us uh, the grace, the passage rise to go through affliction. The covenant of Emmanuel brings us blessing. The covenant of Emmanuel brings us companionship. The covenant of Emmanuel brings us generational security. That is why David said in Psalm 37 or so, he said, I have been young and I am now old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Why? Because of that covenant. Psalm 14, verse number 5, he said that for there they are in great fear, for God is with the generation of the righteous. Because of this pledge of companionship, neither you nor your seed shall beg for bread. Neither you nor your seed shall become kept a permanent residence in every trial or affliction. Right now, as we want to go into prayer, we are going to go into prayer that this covenant, now you understand why I said initially my submission that Emmanuel is not just a name. Emmanuel is a covenant. Emmanuel was not the name uh, of Jesus just when he came. No. Emmanuel was before. Isaiah spoke of it. Emmanuel was before. When Jesus came, he was the final expression of that covenant between God and humanity. And as God required those sacred uh, things from the Israelites, so and then his spirit came upon some of them and constructed that replica of, uh, of Emmanuel. So did the, the sacredness of Mary uh, meet the spirit of God. And as the Holy Spirit tabernacled in her, that holy thing that was birthed out 
and as we are also going to go into prayer now and we will present our bodies as a holy and and for you your sacred thing may be maybe something you have to do maybe something you need to give and and as we do that as we do that god the spirit of god is going to come the spirit of god is going to come upon upon you and there shall be a manifestation which shall serve as a remembrance of that covenant between god and us what a glorious word this is emmanuel god is with us jesus does not mean emmanuel jesus represented the covenant of emmanuel god's tabernacle with us that is why he was he was the final form he was here in our midst living with us not like the tabernacle he was in here and as we looked at him like they looked at the tabernacle like they looked at the cloud they were reminded that they were not alone you are not alone i don't know what pain you are going through i don't know what struggle you are going through but i'm going to use this next 10 minutes to pray that the covenant of emmanuel shall be activated uniquely for you and in your home that god for you shall be something else it may be another expression but god will use those things to remind you of his presence in the name of jesus let's begin to pray what a word what a word thank you lord thank you lord Thank you for your remembrance. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. I honor you. I praise you. Yes, Lord. Thank you for this covenant. Thank you that we are going to, and if you are in a good place where you can pray, just unmute yourself and pray now. Thank you, Lord. Oh, meet yourself and pray. Let's see Kabala Seka Tosha. Monday, Kabanda Badia, Rados Pala Atekres, Lesianda Kabagadosa, Mekolobos Keteria, Rakamande Kasantalaba, Masaka Badebedebe, Mekalaba Sika Tola, Sakalaba, 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 Thank you Amen. We are praying again that our eyes shall see him in the fire. In the fire. When they were casting the fire, he stood with them. He stood with them. You are praying that God, I, I, I'm asking, may my eyes see you in the fire. May I see you in the affliction. 
May I see you in the struggle. May I see you in this in the name of Jesus. And that 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 revelation and that awareness of him brings you so much comfort that you will complete this and you will get out of it and there shall be no smell on you and the fire will have no power over you. Pray right now in the name of Jesus for the awareness of his companionship. Lord, thank you, Lord. 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 Ibanda Kabale Bele Kadabadosa, Mikasaba, now we pray again the bible says that the fire had no power over them no power over them they came out and there was no smell of smoke on them you are going to pray i don't know what you are going through and you are praying that oh god as your covenant was activated for these three boys as it was activated for paul and they came out without any sign people will look at you as you come out of this and they will not be able to tell that you are the one that was in the fire you are praying that god i receive power over the fire I receive power over the affliction. I receive power over it right now. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray. Man, they come and receive the power. Let's see. In the God is in the midst of us. We shall not be moved. And God shall help them in that right hand. Provision is made for us by reason of this covenant. Provision is made for us. 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 In the name of Jesus, that fire have no power over you. That fire will have no power over you. You will come out of that fire with no sign that shows you have been through it. You, you will come out of it and it will have no power over you. It will have no strength over you. It will have no power. There shall be no power over you because of the covenant of Emmanuel. God with us. God is with you. And God shall help you and he shall help you very early. Hallelujah. Though the egg be removed, 
though the oh, mountains God. shake, though Jesus. the rivers move, he says Jesus. that God shall tabernacle in our midst and God shall help you right early. Hallelujah. This is the confidence that we have, that we are not alone. Yes. We are not alone. Mm -hmm. We are not alone. He says, even mm -hmm. as you pass through the water, as you pass through oh, the fire, I will be with you. This is a covenant. This is a covenant that has gone through many years of expression. The tabernacle, the round, the provisions God made in every generation to remind his people that he truly, truly, truly is with them. And he culminated that expression by giving his only son to show us that we are not alone. And today in the name of Jesus, anybody that feels alone, anybody that feels lonely, anybody that is going through a fire, Today, Jesus. Lord, we pray the activation of Emmanuel Amen. in their home, the activation Amen. of Emmanuel in their lives, Jesus the activation, Christ. the activation, the activation, the activation. Be yes, the little yes, hand Lord. of a man in yes, the cloud. Lord. Let there be a sign that shall activate yes, in their lives and the remembrance Amen. that truly they are not alone. God is with us. God is with us. There they are in fear. For God is in the company of the righteous. For God is in the company of the righteous. For God is in the company of the righteous. There they are in fear. There they are surprised. For they that cast them into the fire are the same people professing that God is in their midst. God is in their midst. God is in their midst. I see yeah, a change man. of mind God, coming man. by those same people that afflicted God, you, that they will say, God is in their midst. Today God. I remind you of this covenant. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains shake, though the rivers move, though the nations rage and melt, in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. Oh, yes, Lord, I hear amen. the Lord say to you, amen. you shall not be moved. You amen. shall not be moved. Amen. You shall not amen. be moved. For I'm a second for God is in your midst. For God is in your midst. For God is in your midst. For I'm a second. I see somebody who has lost a land problem, a land issue. The Lord says to tell you, for God is in your midst. You shall not be God shall help him. And that right Amen. early, don't Amen. run away. Don't Amen. run away. For the covenant of Emmanuel is an expression of his companionship. It's an expression of his companionship. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, not because of anything, but because of Emmanuel. Oh, 
Yes, your children shall be kept. Though the mountains be moved, though the mountains be removed, he utters his voice and the earth melts. The Philistines saw great grace upon Isaac. So, in the midst of that affliction, God will increase you. Alessia, as we are praying, I heard the Lord say, check the annals and see if I have ever gone back on a covenant. Check mm -hmm. the records and see if I have ever forsaken those in a covenant. Mm -hmm. The Lord shall not forsake you. The Lord shall not go back on his word. Play your part. Stand in that sacred place. 
and submit to him. And so a special word come upon children. Mothers, hear this. That say the spirit of the Lord. Your children shall be preserved. Your Amen. children shall be preserved. Amen. Your children shall be preserved. Amen. Even though Amen. the mountains move around them. Amen. God is in the midst of that. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. I give you praise. Thank I give you. you honor. I thank you. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. What a glorious word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord. Thank you.